the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to The Superiority Complex, everyone. Your new favorite podcast. We are practicing social distancing. So, remotely, live, coming to you, in your ear holes, sentences, Sentence yeah, fragments. Karen, get out of my house. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Everybody's here, except for Jake. Jake's not here this week. There is no substitute for Jake. So, we, we, and also nobody wanted to watch Howard the Duck, so we couldn't get anybody. So it's you know the, the usual gang of idiots minus one. We got John don't Sandy worry, here. You he won't ever hear that compliment. No, he won't. He doesn't listen. John Sandy's here. Yo. Jake is here. Perfect. Patrick's here. Howdy. Justine is here. There it is. That's that's the energy we're talking about. Here's that second wind. We're a little we're recording much later in the afternoon than we normally do. We're we're a bit low energy before the show, but now I feel like I feel like the juices are flowing. I feel like we're getting it, and I feel like we're really going to talk about Howard the Duck this this week. So. <laughs> Really gonna, We're going to try and keep our mistakes to a minimum so Mario doesn't have to edit. For oh, man, last week was a slog. Hey. Mario, you did a great job uh, cleaning up that mess and making it sound seamless. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. It took me a while, and uh, but uh, this week we're going we're gonna to do it all. It's all show. No, wrong. We're doing it live? I don't remember. what I don't know what I was going to say. All go, no show. Excited. Yeah, we're going to do an ironclad. We're going to be ironsides. We're going to be fat guys in wheelchairs. That's right. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's exciting. We've got, we're looking, I'm looking ahead to uh, the next few weeks of movies. Really exciting stuff. We're going to have some Clint Eastwood. We're going to have some Coen Brothers. We're going to have some uh, some Schwarzenegger. We're going to have some, uh, uh, it's going to be great. Good stuff. So, uh, but let's get through this week, shall we? <laughs> Listen, I'm excited. I'm excited about this week. It's so it's so labored. Let's get to this week, shall we? Well, what, what do you mean? We had we saw two great films, uh, and uh, we have some. There's some. There's a, a lot of exciting entertainment news. You know, the entertainment industry's been dormant for a couple of uh, months, and now we have some exciting news. We got Hamilton is going to pre- premiere on uh, Disney Plus on July 3rd. I'm excited about that. They, I'm just disappointed they had to take out two of the four fucks in the No, movie. three. Two of the three. Oh, it's three. But you do get to Sorry. keep one F-bomb, and they keep everything else. Because there's a lot of swearing in it. It's a very swear-heavy musical. Yeah. It's- did you hear what he said? He said, I did it because I give two fucks. He said he literally <laughs> gave two Fs for... Uh, for his yeah. musical, which is fantastic. I love it. Um, yeah. You know, you can always... Yeah. You, you saw it. You can always do a Wizard of Oz, or not Wizard of Oz, a Dark Side of the Moon, and then just queue yeah, up your nice. queue up your soundtrack, and uh, you know do it that way, so you don't you don't edit anything. Out. Do it that way. Where you know? was this recorded? It was, was it this the, recorded at the Pantages? No, 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 no. This is the original cast, New York, in the theater in New York uh, was off Broadway, uh, whatever mm. whatever theater it was. Nice. Uh, it's, nice. It's the original cast who was we're used to hearing on the albums. And uh, when I saw it live, everybody was great except George Washington was a little. I like the, the I like the recorded 
the original, I can't think of his name right now. Christopher, oh, it's going to bug me. Uh, uh, Lin-Manuel. No, Lin-Manuel was, was Hamilton. And then, uh, but yeah, yeah, the Christopher, oh my gosh, what's his name? The original cat. Google that for me, would you, Patrick? Get on your clicky keyboard. All right, I got uh, you. Hold on. When you saw it, Mario, was there any original cast? No, it was the touring company, but they were, they were, mm. it was fantastic. The guy who did Aaron Burr was amazing. Uh, mm. Amazing. Yeah. Aaron Burr is really, uh, you know, he's kind of the narrator and he kind of holds the whole show together. And, uh, mm. and uh, he was so good that uh, John Bolton named his book after him. So, um, <laughs> yeah, the, the big, his big show stopping uh. number is the room where it happened. And uh, oh, when uh, Bolton named his book, of the- hey, thanks, Bolton, for not bringing this up during Under Oath, uh, by the way. You're talking yeah. uh, King George, right? No, 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 no. George Washington. Does not give me that option. The original George Washington. Nope, doesn't give me the option. What do you mean, does- you. What do you mean it doesn't give you the option? It's not listed. I don't like the way you said that. You said, too old to begin the training. I don't like the way you just threw it out there, like... <laughs> Look, find it. It's the internet. The information is out there. Too old. Alexa, who was the original George Washington in Hamilton? This might answer your question. The original version of George Washington was released in 2000. Christopher Jackson. Thank you. Oh, I got it. Whew, that, was, that, was, that was tough. I just sweat that one out. I'm not going to lie. Justine, I apologize for anything you had to endure. It was for the pretty last. quick. All you typed in is who played George Washington in Hamilton. Yeah, why didn't then, you do and that? And people also asked. He pops up immediately. Yeah. You, you, why didn't you do it? Because she wasn't asked. <laughs> <laughs> but why? You're the go-to, yeah. Patrick. You're the go. You have the clicky keyboard. We like to hear the work being done. We Mine's like, quiet. Yeah, we like to hear. I guess. Like he was born in 1975. He's 44 oh, years God. old. Now he's from Illinois. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, The Room Where It Happened, John Bolton's new book. Check it out. Haven't read it. Um, yeah, so Hamilton, I'm looking forward. July 3rd, baby. July 3rd. John, you're going to get get that free Disney Plus preview and uh, check it go. out. And check it out. Right on. That's how I saw the Beastie Boys documentary, which if you have not seen, fantastic, on Apple <laughs> Apple TV. Get your two-week trial, or use Patrick's password. He'll lend it to you. It's not mine, but I'll give it to you. It's just scenes. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Michael Keaton will be playing Batman again. In, in uh, what is the it? The Flash movie. In the Flash movie. So they're, <laughs> they're doing a solo Flash movie? Is that what they're doing? If he doesn't have nipples, I'm out. No, he never had nipples. <laughs> Oh, yeah, sp- it's time he gets them. Speaking of which, Joel Schumacher, Joel Schumacher, director yeah, Joel Schumacher passed away. And that was the first line of his obituary, gave Batman nipples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Ian Holm. I'd like to be known for that. Too. Oh, don't forget Ian Holm Who? passed away. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Star of our, our friend yeah. from Alien. We have yet to see him. He'll, he will be Bilbo Baggins when we get to uh, Lord of the Rings. Um yeah, Thank you. boy, he was great in Alien, though. Man, yeah, so good. He's good. I liked him a lot. Dad, we just saw him in Brazil. 
Yep. Yes, we did. Yeah. God, he was great in Brazil, too. He really ten, was. For the 10 minutes you saw him, yeah. He, he was fantastic, man. It's just good stuff. Yeah, there are lots of, lots of stuff going on in the world of entertainment, guys. Uh, and if you haven't checked it out, my new favorite thing is uh, the, the, the Floor is Lava on Netflix, which is basically right. yeah, it's a really dumb game show where the floor <laughs> is the floor is literally lava. <laughs> People jumping furniture to navigate it's a room. Relevant. It's all relevant. It's really great. I love it. It's a it's a fun. It's a what fun. is it about? It's just like it's like a show like Wipeout, except the floor is literally lava. They have like and they have like hmm. big couch like oversized looking couches and yeah, household uh, items. You have like to get from a kid jumping around yeah. and you couldn't touch the floor. Mm-hmm. From, super, super cool. You get from one end of the room to the other and you win. Uh, and the the host, I can never think of his name. He was on the American version of Top Gear and I always liked him the best. He's like a real aw shucks kind of guy. Um, aw shucks. But uh, yeah, it's really fun. You just get to see people eat it. People f- slide face first into boiling hot lava. It's just hot water that's colored orange. But I love how people screw. Rutledge scr- Wood. Rutledge, Rutledge Wood. Wood. That's his name. Boy, that sounds like a like a made up name. Mm-hmm. Rutledge. Uh, yeah. So you know, lots and lots of entertainment for two dollars, guys. Netflix. All right, check it out. The floor is lava. Have you wa- you watched it, Justine? I watched a little bit. A little bit. I got distracted by another show, um, the new rock show with, you know, The Rock. Mm-hmm. He has, like, his own, like, um, oh, what is it called? Titan Games or something? Yeah, yeah. How's that working out that for That one's impressive. <laughs> is it, is it like, is it like an American? It's just a lot of, like, arm workout, like, a lot of arm. So it's more, would you say it's more intense, Patrick, than, is it called Ninja Warrior? It's a different skill set. So Ninja Warrior is very much athletics and um, kind of like uh, hand strength. This is more upper body and physical like weight strength. All right, because the floor it's is a lava. Training show. It's no, a game show it's like. It's um, they're competing against each other side by side. The same obstacle. Like Ninja Warrior. And the the Rock is hosting it. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, this Air Force pilot outbeat a a defensive lineman for some team. I think it was the Browns, maybe. And he beat him just because the defensive lineman... No, it wasn't defensive. It was a running back. Because the running back's got all the speed, but this guy had the strength and the endurance. Ah. It was crazy. All right. I'll have to check it out. And and then the winner has to fight the rock, right? I think so, yeah. It's like a straight-up showdown. Yeah, that'd be great. In a cage match. Steel cage match. Yeah. The Rock. Yeah. You have to... The first obstacles, you have to smell what The Rock is cooking. That's your yeah. first thing. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. He waits till you're exhausted, then he fights you. Yeah, yeah. He gives you the people's elbow. That's typical. Yeah. Come on. That's yeah. classic yeah. Rock right there. If you if you win, he gives you the eyebrow. Oh, I would love to get the eyebrow from The Rock. <laughs> yep, yep. And then you get a... You get a uh, you get a cameo appearance in Hobbs and Shaw 2. That's what happened. That's right. <laughs> That's what happened. Uh, uh, did anyone see Hobbs and Shaw? I did. Oh, you did, John? How was it? It was fun. And what's weird is I have I have not seen any of the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> so well, I just went. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It's you know, dumb, but fun. We're yeah. going we're gonna to remedy that. We're going to remedy. You're going to see all the 
Fast and Furious movies. Oh yeah, that's right. Not that it's necessary. No, they're no. Oh, you are. You're going to see them. They're terrible. What's that, buddy? I didn't hear you. You dropped off for a second. I watched the first 15 minutes of that movie and I just I changed it. It was so boring. Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Oh wow. I just pretty much all care and I stopped. Wow, because it's all action. It's almost like 100% action. That's so, it. That's, that's well, you know, Justine likes a story. She likes a good story, and she's she's not impressed uh, with when you blow stuff up. I see. But if you put Clint Eastwood I in there. like when there's a plan and it's getting executed. Oh, you're a heist uh, person. Like, say, uh, The Great Escape, maybe. Or, you know, Casablanca. Yeah. No, yeah, there you nope, go. Nope, that's nope, a good plan, a, right? That was a plan. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> because... Victor Laszlo must never leave Casablanca. Yeah, what's wrong with that movie? Why, why don't you like that movie? When do we get When do we get the next Godfather? Father? When is that? Nineteen ninety, I believe. The third one. Uh, <laughs> but that was an awful one. movie. <laughs> yeah, we, I know, but we haven't we haven't finished the series yet, or the series. Uh, yeah, we haven't finished it. You're a completist. Yes, yes very much so. Well, then you're going to want to see that. You're going to want to see that Casablanca sequel that's coming up. No. <laughs> it's just called. If you're completist. You're going to want to see the next twelve James Bond movies that are coming. I already out. saw him in our last movie we watched in our digital movie club. Did yeah. you love it? Well, I was pretty upset when I saw it. I was well, like, "What? You were upsat? Come on! We'll find out." <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you love how he punked him? Are you wearing a tie? Yeah. <laughs> you laughed. Hmm. I hope. <laughs> Everyone's still there. <laughs> We're still here, John. We don't want to give away any. Clip. We don't want to give away any Here's spoilers. Fun for you. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? Mario? I know you're out there. I can hear you breathing. <laughs> what are you doing, Mario? I know you're screwing. I was just letting. I was just letting it sit. I was just letting it breathe. Okay. All right. The worst. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I have all the power. I'm like a real Donald Trump. I keep I I, I hold no, on to my power. Say that. I hold on uh, to my power. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, just stop testing, it and then results are better. Yeah. Oh, that's the greatest. I I love that. Did you see the the photo of him leaving the plane when he left the uh, yeah. when he got back to the White House after the rally? <laughs> Yeah. He's, so he, he's like dragging, dragging off the plane with that crumpled up red hat. I mean, what do you expect? He eats all that McDonald's. His heart's about to explode. Like he's literally every step is. <laughs> well, he, Somebody, don't, um, don't worry. He had a comeback Tuesday. He had a big comeback Tuesday in Arizona. Of course, it's one of the it's either Arizona or Florida. It's one of the two oh, states. Yeah, they were able to go vote. They came up and they came up and uh, they came up big for him Tuesday. So he got to he got to bounce yeah, it was back. A bunch of kids, right? Yeah, a bunch of it's students. A bunch of kids. Yeah, which yeah. Bo- bodes well for the future. <coughs> hey, just you know, smart kids earn it now. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Yep. 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 I love it. I'm a. I'm like a big DT. Twenty twenty, the year of fuck it. Mm-hmm. Well. We're all going to get the vid, uh, or we're going to, you know, something's going to happen. So Either the vid or the rhino. 
Well, it's the same thing. I know, <laughs> but we're gonna get it. I call it the vid because everybody calls maybe it. Maybe finally, maybe we'll get the hat trick, and now the the giant asteroid will hit the Earth. Oh, <laughs> that'll be the tri- that'll be the trifecta. Sweet release. <laughs> <laughs> just send it all. Sweet, just sweet relief. Oh, oh just, just peace. You know, um, just, just peace you and quiet. You know, every once in a while, they'll say, you know, there's a there's an asteroid the size of the Empire State Building and just missed the Earth by about a hundred thousand miles. And, Son of a bitch. And Alex, my buddy Alex, always says, "Bring it on. We're ready. Just bring it on. I'm, <laughs> just come on, come yeah, on, yeah, come on, asteroid." <laughs> Here I am. I'm here. Come on, I'm here. We're ready. I'm here. Come we on. You missed this giant target. Yeah, I'd love it. I'm gonna How get on. Miss it. I'm gonna get on a boat with a bunch of insure, and I'm just gonna go live out in the water. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness! That's from uh, Deep do Impact. Remember, um, do you remember they did a, a TV show that was a spinoff on uh, Animal House? It was called Delta House. No. It only lasted about a season. It had John Vernon came back as Dean Wormer. It had uh, like Flounder and a couple of the other lesser guys. I think D-Day. It didn't have any of the stars. Obviously, Belushi wasn't there. But it was supposed to be the continuing adventures of Delta House. And it was pretty forgettable. And, of course, it's for TV, so it's not nearly as outrageous as the movie. But the one great moment was there was an episode where they got wind of the fact that they got false information that there was going to be Russian bombs uh, in 24 hours, Russian bombs were going to hit America. So Delta House got up on top of the roof with a bunch of beer kegs, and they painted a giant, a great big giant red target on the top of Delta House. <laughs> <laughs> and they just sat up there drinking beer, waiting for the bombs to fall. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna have to, uh, uh, g- give me a cast list. Who was in that? Uh, who was in the Delta House show, uh, Patrick? Pull that up. I want to know how long it lasted. I want to know what channel it was on. It sounds like a Channel 7. It sounds like Uh, it. It sure sure does, doesn't it? (laughs) Channel 7, after the love boat. Sounds like an ABC show. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Saturday nights, 8 p.m. was on... Uh, It doesn't tell me. Who was it? Hmm. Well, how about the cast? Uh, oh, casting's easy. That's uh, Saturday uh, night. John that... Vernon, Stephen First, Bruce McGill, James Widows, Josh Mustel, Richard Sear, Peter Fox, Gary Cookson, Susanna Dalton, Wendy Goldman, Brian Patrick Clark, Lee Wilkoff, Peter Kastner, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Wow. Yes. <laughs> wow. She was the okay. bombshell and attractive anthropology student and friends of the Delta. Hmm. And aired on ABC ah, from January 18th that... to April 21st, 1979. Didn't even last it was a, a short season. run. Yeah, didn't even last a whole season. Yeah, well, you know, what do you expect? <laughs> you can't do a TV show of Animal House. That's just not going to work. <laughs> you could do it now on cable. Yeah, I that, suppose you could. That could be your HBO or your Showtime. What are the, or maybe like FX if you want to push the boundaries, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your USA network, maybe? <laughs> Sci fi if you're feeling bored. Mm, never. Not, not since Mr. Science Theater went off the air on uh, Sci fi. <laughs> I don't need to watch Birdemic 4. 
We just watched Howard the Duck. Why would it, what was that? The Hound of the Basketball. Justine's not watching the dog. It's, it's all nah. Justine's fault. He's out in the open. What's he doing? <laughs> he's just chasing children around? What's he doing? Being a dog. All right. Okay, guys, let's get into it. Are you ready? Yes. Yantan. 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 I'm waiting this time. Digital movies. Digital movies. Digital movies. You're in the club. That was pretty deadpan. Yeah, that was like a dead man don't wear plaid kind of performance right there. Pretty much. What? Well, I meant like straight. You play, you play it straight. That was pretty, you know. Steve Barton's kind of low key in that one. That's right. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Justine, which one should we do first? Uh, Dead Man. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you want to start with Howard the Duck? Yes. She's like, I don't know. They're both awful. Uh. <laughs> Let's talk about it, guys. All right, let's do Howard the Duck first. Come on, guys. Let's get into the Howard spirit. What? Howard the let's Duck, 1986. Yes. 4.7 on IMDb, 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Seems high. Came out August 1st, 1986. Mm-hmm. And a budget of $36 million. Anybody want to take a guess and see how much money it made? I'm going to say... Like $5 million. Justine, what are you going to say? Uh, one million. I'm gonna say I'll say it's made seven million dollars. Wow! It made a whopping thirty-eight million dollars. Wow! Two million dollars over budget. Not a huge success, but profit nonetheless. Made its money. By the way, by the way, guys, let's talk about the the reason. There's two reasons we needed to watch this movie. Number one, uh, you've been very lucky in that I only have great movies in my film collection unless they come in a pack. Uh, so you're welcome. Um, but this one, I could not resist. I had to, I, this is not one I owned and I just, I had to, we had to watch it because it's got such a bad reputation and it's so terrible. And uh, it's also the very first Marvel movie. Right. So we, we had to kind of, mm. we had to kind of talk about it because let's, let's talk about how far comic book movies have, have come since, 1986. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, now, John, give us the background on the character of Howard the Duck because you were a Howard the Duck fan. Howard the Duck was a huge uh, counterculture kind of uh, icon in the in the mid 70s. And as a matter of fact, he didn't- it had kind of a yeah, it had kind of a, a cult following. It wasn't huge. He had his moment for about two years. It was kind of a uh, it had its moment. It was kind of a pop culture icon. It only ran for about two years, the original run. And, um, but it was definitely, uh, it had a cult following right off the bat. And, um, there was even a, um, there was even a campaign to run him for president and, uh, Marvel put out buttons, t-shirts, hats, posters, uh, Howard the duck in 1976. And they worked that into the comic book that he was going to run against Carter and Ford. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. It was it was it was well written. It was witty, 
very strange, you know, for a Marvel comic because it was kind of a kind of a parody. And um, I think Steve Gerber wrote all the comics and Gene Colan, one of my all time favorite artists, he, he illustrated it for most of the run. And uh, um, Howard in the comic looks a lot like Donald Duck. He looked so much like Donald Duck that after, I think, about seven issues, Disney contacted Marvel and said, you've got to do something that makes him look less like Donald Duck. So I think all they did, he was already smoking a cigar and wearing a fedora. I think all they did was put pants on him. I think that's <laughs> the only thing they did. Because that, that, that early Howard the Duck looks very much like Donald Duck. Yes, for yes. sure. Yeah. And that was the fun of the comic. It wasn't merely that he was a duck uh, an anthropomorphic duck walking around in a human world. The fun of it was he looked like a cartoon duck. And um, Gene Colan had a really cool style. He, it wasn't like Jack Kirby or Steve Ditko. It was not very stylized. His style was very realistic. So if he's doing Daredevil or Iron Man, they look very realistic and using a lot of shadows and highlights and interesting light sources. And it just it looked very real. And so to have that world with a cartoon duck walking around uh, grousing and complaining, smoking a cigar. That's what made it fun was the juxtaposition between this cartoon duck and this very real world. That so, always kind of reminds me of the, of the panel of, uh, of Calvin and Hobbes where it's, it's done like one of the, like, like Mark trail or one of the, uh, yeah, one of the serious yeah. comics, but then it has the, the kids dialogue coming out of their mouths. That always yeah. was one of my favorite panels. Cause it's like, wow, Watershed can draw this like really realistic style. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I like that. I, I like the idea of that juxtaposition. Yeah. But the, the cool thing about the comic was it, it, it tackled everything. It tackled politics. It tackled religion. It did pop culture. There was an issue where he, he actually meets kiss <laughs> you know, Kiss is like <laughs> guest stars in the comic book. And it just went in all directions. And, um, and even did parodies of like the Marvel characters. They had a, a character that was kind of a parody of, uh, Dr. Doom called Dr. Bong. It was a guy with a bell for a head and he had a, one of his hands was like a, a, a clapper. You know? so, oh, nice. Um, very funny stuff, but um, it only ran two years. It had its time, but it was so popular that they even spun off a cartoon, uh, a comic strip in the, uh, in the, in the newspaper. Oh. Um, and, uh, but it, it kind of burned itself out after a while, you know, people got, you know, kind of bored of it after a couple of years and it, it sort of disappeared. The sad thing is that most people these days, when you say Howard the Duck, they think of it not as a cool comic, but as a shitty movie. It kind of diverts yep. your attention from mm -hmm. the comic book. you know. So, mm -hmm. But since then, Marvel a couple of years ago put out the complete run, which was like 30 issues, uh, in a great big hardback in color. So at least it's out there if people want to find it, you know. And uh, and they and Howard the Duck made a couple of cameos in the. Uh, he's in one of the the collector has him in one of the. I forgot which movie it is. Guardians of the Galaxy. Is it in Guardians? He's in there, and then mm -hmm. he yeah. makes an appearance in. Uh, not Infinity War awesome. in in um, what's the last one? Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. 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 So he's he back. Be he's in three of them because he's also in the other. He's in the second Guardians of the Galaxy. He's at the bar. Hmm. That means I'm gonna have to watch that again. Ugh. It's it's like a it's it's kind of like a blink and you miss him. But you have to really yeah. be looking for him. Yeah. Yeah, it's clear. Yeah. So uh, well, let's talk about them. That brings us up to speed on the movie. They, well, originally this, you know, they, they they decided they wanted Universal wanted a movie for the summer of 1986. Um, 
they thought we'll get George Mario. Lucas. Yes. You know that originally everybody involved wanted to make it animated. I yes. read that. I didn't even know that. Yes. They wanted it to be animated, but Universal said, no, it's got to be the summer and you owe us a live action picture. Yep. 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 Yeah. Why couldn't yeah. they make it like Roger Rabbit? That would have taken a long time. It takes a long time to do animation with live action, you know? Yeah. Roger Rabbit probably took three years. And they said, you owe us, like in the next 12 months, you owe us a live action movie. And Lucas said it was true. I, we owed them a live action movie. So animation wasn't going to cut it, even though that's what they would have preferred, you know? Yeah, everybody wanted to do it as uh, as a as a cartoon. They thought it would have worked better. As yeah, an that would have worked. Mm-hmm. But... Justine, you're right. Uh, the ultimate version would have been half animation, half live action, like Roger Rabbit, and it would have it would have beat Roger Rabbit to the punch, you know. Yeah, and Roger Rabbit is more animation if you only made him animated. Right. Right. That's right. Because he's not in an animated right. world. That's yeah, right. Exactly. The, the struggle is just shooting with uh, an animated character and getting the actors to act that way. Yeah, because well, technology. What they had in Roger Rabbit is they had a stand-in doll for him. I watched it on uh, the uh-huh. Disney um, Plus app thing. <laughs> See now, yeah. it would be did you just have a stroke? Just so now. <laughs> <laughs> I just like died did, down. You just, you just stopped mid sentence. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> What is, it's like that superpower of that vampire that just kills the conversation. The energy vampire. I just stole it, all your energy. What yeah. we do in the shadows. Uh, <laughs> you just like... Uh, 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they wanted the animated movie. They or they, Everybody said, let's animate it. Universal said, nope, we're doing, we're doing it live. And uh, so now you have this animatronic duck. And uh, not bad. It doesn't look bad. It's just hard to emote, and it's hard not knowing yeah. it, it's a guy in a suit. And uh, yeah. look animatronic. Sure. It's a guy in a suit, like a puppeteer. It's most of it is a guy in a suit with an animatronic head. There's people with joysticks. There's like four people working, like the eyes, the mouth, the, the beak. It's all done off camera, but it's uh, the energy source is all like in a battery pack in this guy. They got a midget inside the suit. And everything that runs the animatronics is in the back of the costume. Um. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? I was telling Nicole earlier. I was like, you know, I love shows where they watch the bad movies and they really enjoy watching the bad movies. Like when Home Video Hustle has a movie that they hate, I love it. I love it. It makes me yeah. uh, when we have to do it. I don't like it as much. <laughs> it's not as fun when we have to do it. Um, yeah, because we're, you know, because we're smack in the middle of it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not only that. I, I I don't think we get to like I get the pleasure of watching a bad movie via like Mystery Science Theater, but I, I'm not a person who just watches bad movies for the sake of watching a bad movie. You know, right. and that's and not to say like that. And, and, and I am the not judging just watch bad movies, you know. Yeah. And I'm not love it. I'm not judging anyone who does. I think if you can do it, that's yeah. great. I personally just <laughs> feel like, oh, I hate watching a bad. I feel like it's a waste of time. And so I get like very, I, you know, I, I, I get if you can do it more power to you. God bless you. I can't do it. And so this was also, a, there's hmm? a fine line between so bad it's good and just bad. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. 
Uh, mm-hmm. So who wants to go first? Give us your... Uh, let's talk to Justine, because I feel like she liked this one. I feel like this is going to get a six. Me? I felt like John just went first. I'm second now. No, John just gave us the background of it. He just okay. gave us the background. Into it. We're, we're talking about... Now we're getting into the movie movie. I gave you why you should check out the comic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The why. Yeah. Get the comic, yeah. Go, Justine. I think Get- you hate us and gave us two. <laughs> two? One. <laughs> right. Uh-oh. Right. Um, uh. I just... The way he looks... I just don't see how she can fall in love with him. I just, it's not really for me. That's what and did it? That's what got you? The fact that it's a what? it's an anthropomorphic and duck? And then she's all of a sudden doing sexual things with him. I'm like, what the heck is happening? Um, I saw this when I was little because I was like, Howard the Duck sounds like a cool thing to watch. Uh-huh. And it was on TV. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I remember like not really caring for it when I was little either. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, because if you, as a kid watching it, it's a lot of adult things. That yeah, you see duck boobs. Fun. There's yeah. duck boobs. There's Tim Robbins. There's. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like in that, fun in that order. I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't like that he has this. It really bothers me. I was trying to figure out what it is that bothers me about his look. He has like this flesh color around his eyes, and I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember what he looked like. And I don't why. Why? <laughs> it doesn't sit well with me. Just make it feathers, and I would be okay with his look. But um, I mean, he didn't have special powers or anything. It was just he cared to save the world. It wasn't like he had anything. He was. He had quack foo. There is one great line. I I was watching this movie trying to get, trying to like mine anything I could from it. Um, Number one, uh, if you have any, and one one observation I had, if you had any idea that Leah Thompson was a good actress in Back to the Future, none of that is evident here. Um, (laughs) She's not good in this at all. Um, And I like Leah Thompson. Uh, I'm not saying that to slam her. Miss, she's miscast. She's miscast. Yes. But I tell you, the one person who saves this movie is the waitress. <laughs> when they go to that diner and the waitress has the yeah. line of the movie that she says, hostility is a psychic boomerang. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is a great line. And I want to use that forever. Um, but that was my, my only, I was like, why am I not getting more of this character? Um, that's yeah. all I wanted. It could have been her and Howard the Duck. That would I was like they should have made her the partner. She could have been the the one that found him in the in the alley, and then they could have been best friends, and uh, the, you know, and then done made out or whatever they wanted to do. That Justine was all interested yeah. in. And I don't like their world that they're living in. I don't like the way it is. And they kind of show two different parts of that city where everything looks really normal. People are dressed normal, and then there's them. And then you've got Road Warrior. Yeah, I didn't like that. Oh, they're, one. they're punk one. kids. They, it's punk. It's the 80s. Yeah, well, just pick one. It's I like they lived, just think, it'd be like if they lived in Silver Lake or something. 
Yeah, well, that was no. Cleveland, right? Yeah. 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 Cleveland rocks is from what I hear. Yeah. So you loved it then? Uh, that's where Diva, Cleveland. Uh, Diva was from. Diva was from, yeah. Diva was from Cleveland? I didn't know that. Yeah, I believe so. All right, Patrick, let's talk about it, man. What did you think of this one? Howard the Duck is such a cool comic book character. Yes. Yay! This movie is a piece of trash. No. You were familiar with the comic... You were familiar yes. with the comic, then. This yeah. is a dumpster fire, and it's just horrible. Like, there's, there's no redeeming feature in this movie that I could be like, okay, cool. Like, you know, it was just a slog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was drawing a picture this whole time of Howard the Duck, and uh, he says, this is a quack of shit, because this is a quack of shit. I love it. Uh, how much for that drawing? <laughs> Can you put that up on our uh, our Twitter account? I'll send it to you. <laughs> um, so, I mean, like, I tried, and I really liked the character, and this didn't capture the essence of Howard the Duck. Like, it would have been one thing for me if, you know, the animatronics weren't that good and, like, the style wasn't that good, but they were true to the character and they had fun with it, and you could believe it. You really can't believe it. It's literally just a dude in a little duck suit. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that bothers me the most. Like it, it doesn't do anything for the character. You're right. And You're it's right. just they a bad should. movie. It's just it was a, a bad, bad movie. A, to to do the thing with the guy in a suit that just wrecks the whole movie. You can't and, buy it. You can't yeah. buy the character. It's not not believable. And the setting doesn't really work. Like I get it, the '80s and stuff like that, but it doesn't fit the character so much. Like the science stuff, I could get. The whole punk scene, the music scene, and like the song, and then him being a band manager—it just it didn't make sense. Uh, what's that actor's name? Who was the scientist? Uh, Tim Robbins or Jeffrey Jones. Jones? I've never seen him that young before, and he was like playing such a bad role. <laughs> oh no, you're thinking of Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're about to you're about, first, you're about to see him in a really great role. Movie. You're gonna, you're about to see him in a really great role. Uh, that will rede- that will redeem it for you. That's all I will. That's all I will say. But I want that was his first movie. I they said he was just a kid out of out of college. That was like his first movie, and he couldn't look, believe he was getting he couldn't believe he was getting paid that much. He, you know, he knew it was you. you know. John, let's talk about it. What Tim Robbins or the movie? No, the movie. The movie. Uh, you know, yeah, it's. Patrick's right. It's not true to the to the comic. The comic was kind of riffing on the 70s, so it's odd to see them kind of riffing on the 80s. You know, there's a 10-year gap between the comic and the movie. So, yeah, all that new wave punk stuff, it just, it's just kind of a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, the character in the the Howard the Duck character does not, that does not behave like the character in the comic. Mm-hmm. And, um, you you never are able to buy it. That's really deadly for the whole movie. You just can't you can't buy the concept that this is anything other than a, a small person in a duck suit, and that just kills everything. You know? Yeah, because I, I, he's in every scene, so it's it just completely ruins. You cannot suspend your disbelief. You know? Yeah, I think even if he was animated, I think the story was too weak that it wouldn't have helped. It still would have been a bad movie. I think it would have helped but I still think it would have been a bad movie. 
You know, yeah, there are some stories. There are some stories that just work better in uh, in comic form. You don't have to make everything into a movie. It's ironic that this was the first Marvel movie because mm-hmm. this is one of the Marvel comics that never needed to be made into a movie. It works better as a comic. It's yeah. some stories just are better on the printed page, and um, you know, these days anything out of a comic book, they're going to try to make a movie out of it. And it's funny. This was like the first attempt to do a Marvel movie mm-hmm. because it's the hardest one. It's the one that really the rhythm of it and the humor of it. It really just, it doesn't translate off the printed page. It's better as a comic. So yeah. I mean, they I was did just a good job at- with him in guardians of the galaxy and Avengers yeah. Endgame, just because like you get hints of him and he's styled really well. He looks really good to the comics and he doesn't seem like a bumbling idiot. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. All through um, the comic, he's got this righteous indignation. Yeah, and just he, thinks that humans are just awful and, uh, you know, you can't trust them. And they're just, you know, so he's the guy that ends up being the hero. That's why he's the hero, because he always does. He always tries to do the right thing. And nobody else is. You know? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's tough. I, it's just this didn't do him any justice. It's too bad. You know, you're right. Tim Robbins isn't particularly good. I think this was like his first movie. Jeffrey Jones tries. You can tell he's trying, but it's it's just the one thing you were saying. What's the one thing in the movie that kind of works? It's that that alien. It's what that guy from Star Wars, Phil Tippett, I think, is the guy that did that animated uh, that stop motion alien. At oh, the end nah. of the movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even like it. And if you were to isolate that, if you would just look at the at the model outside of the movie, it's a pretty cool looking monster, but even that doesn't quite jibe with the rest of the movie. <laughs> it looks like it's from a different movie. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. It also seems like a last minute, a last minute attempt to try to save the movie. Like, well, nothing up to now has been very interesting. Let's throw a monster in there. So it doesn't even feel like it's, it's true to the movie, you know? So it. basically I was, I was looking at my watch through the entire movie. I'm, going how much longer how much longer you know all right let's rank it up guys let's talk about it howard the duck maybe the worst movie we've <laughs> maybe the worst movie we've ever reviewed hey you you need to say a little something about what you thought oh 50, yeah, I, sure. I said it when i said all i needed yeah. to say when uh when patrick mm. said it got a 15 yeah. on 15 on rotten tomatoes i said seems high that, that was my uh <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's not good. Uh, uh, I just thought it would be fun to watch because, listen, guys, it can all be can all be gems. Let's be thankful for the movies we do get to watch every week. And it's such a the reason I picked it is because it's such a notoriously bad movie. And yeah, sometimes like I, can, I can appreciate that. Sometimes movies that are notoriously bad, you watch them and you go, you know what? I don't understand why this didn't hit. I don't understand why this wasn't. Yeah. You know, uh, this one you can understand everything went wrong. Uh, Yep. Yeah. Everything yeah. went at every turn. Uh, it was bad choice after bad choice. And people who are normally good, like Leah Thompson, kind of, you know. It, and Tim Robbins. And Tim Robbins are not good. Yep. You, you want to know a funny like story? A uh, Leah Thompson said that um, after Back to the Future, she was getting a lot of attention. That was really a big splash. And. Um, she, she was offered that John Hughes movie, uh, Some Kind of Wonderful with Eric Stoltz. Mm-hmm. And she turned it down initially. And Howard the Duck bombed so badly, 
she was afraid she'd never work again. So she called up John Hughes immediately and said, I'll take it. I'll do it. I'll do it. If you still want me, I'll do it. Because she said, I was thinking I may never work again. So she, she jumped right into that movie. She says, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> no, no problem. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I'm glad yeah. she, well, you know, she had a nice, she had a, she had a great career on TV for a long time in the 90s. Yeah. So, you know, she, she hasn't done badly for herself, but... Um, no, not at all. I know, and I, I, she's very likable, and she's, she's, you know, like I, you know, you see her in Back to the Future, and she's fantastic, and then you see her here, and you're yeah. like, yikes! But yeah, miscast doesn't yeah. really fit the punk, you know. She's more of a girl next door type, um, and not, yeah. and not yeah. the uh, the punk rock type. But she does sing a nice uh, version of Howard the Duck. That's a great. We're gonna be <laughs> listening to that song, yeah. Thomas. Oh, Thomas Dolby, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, you, can, you can't get more eighties than that. Uh, and you get all those featured dopey. song, Howard the Duck. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Howard uh, the Duck. I don't give uh, a flying yeah. what. Okay, guys, uh, let's rank it. Justine, go. One. One. All right. Wow. You're lucky. It's not zero. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Patrick. It's a one. One. John Sandy. Yeah, I'd like to go lower, but I'll give it a one. Yeah. Guys, guess what? It's yeah. it's unanimous. Oh my God. Un- un- mouse. <laughs> I'm going to give it a... higher than a one for you. I'm going to give it a two just for the waitress. Give it a one. Uh, I give it a one. Are you kidding me? What, Jake? You can't count this until Jake says something. Jake's I wonder gonna, what Jake is going to give it. He's going to love it. Jake loved this. Is, it, is there any chance that Jake is going to love this? You never know. There is actually a strong chance. I am actually I wonder if he's worried. I wonder if he's seen it before. I don't know. I don't think so. I love it. Uh, All right, guys. That's it, that's it for... Uh, now let's move on to a fantastic movie. Have we okay. ever given anything... Uh, have we ever given anything a one before? Yes. Um, I gave something a zero. What, what was that? It was Moonraker. Oh, wow. Oh, and I gave Zardoz a negative four. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Else, everyone else gave it a one except for Jake. He gave it a four. Wow. See, that's oh, what scares me. That's why you gave it a negative four. <laughs> Yeah, you. I had to count. I had to cancel that one out. That's so funny. We even had our guests Anita and Raul, and they both gave it a one. For for Zardoz, we all watched Zardoz. Yeah, Yeah, we did. Wow. Patrick gave the Jerka one, and I stand by that rating. Listen, Uh, no one's arguing with you. You gave John. You gave Moonraker a one. Oh wow. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it at all. <laughs> John, let me ask you this right now. Moonraker or Howard the Duck? Which would you rather watch again? Uh, Moonraker. Yep, yeah, I knew it. Sure, that's easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <It's easy. laughs> they make Moonraker look pretty good. See, that's why... See, even... Even Justine would rather watch Moonraker. That's why we need to... That's why we every once in a while we need to watch... A notor- Even Zardoz looks better than yeah. This. That's you know what I'm. That's why I'm glad yeah, we watched. I agree. I'm glad we watched Zardoz. No, no, Zardoz was too long. I would rather watch Howard the Duck and get it over with, and it's shorter. That's why. But that's why we watch these so we appreciate what's coming. You know, soon. Okay, we learned our lesson. Thank you. <laughs> done <with> <laughs> okay, Dad. <laughs> Just for that, more Bond movies coming up.
Now that I know you like him better than Howard the Duck. All right. Let's go on to the Steve Martin classic. And John Sandy requests Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid from 1982, directed by Carl Reiner. Uh, 6.99 on IMDb, 79% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, released May 21st, 1982. Uh, box office was $18 million and total budget, I'll get that for you in two seconds. Gonna scroll, scroll, scroll. Uh, budget was $9 million. It doubled its money. Yes. How about that? <laughs> Mario, you kill me. <laughs> Starring uh, Steve Martin, Rachel Ward, Carl Reiner, <laughs> and nobody else. Because <laughs> everybody else is from different movies. Oh, it's everybody's in this. Veronica Lake, Lana Turner. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about it, guys. Let's talk Kevin about... Grant. This is a concept movie to end all concept movies. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with it, it's basically a collage so they have um steve martin playing it's a it's a spoof of the old uh, uh hard-boiled detective movies like uh maltese falcon and the big sleep and they have uh scenes shot with uh steve martin and rachel ward in black and white and interspersed are cuts from many many film noir classics uh so he's acting alongside people like charles lawton Cary Grant, James Cagney, um, Kirk Douglas, um, and, you know, like I said, Lana Turner. And uh, this is how many, John, how many uh, movies did uh, Steve Martin and Carl Reiner uh, collaborate on? Do you know? They did four. They did four. Because uh, they also did, they did The Man with Two Brains. They did The Jerk. They did All of Me. And then they did this one. So it was a good collaboration. Yeah, they, they had a good run. Um, yeah, and, uh, and this is, I think this is the most inventive, and it's pre-CGI. This is also before Zelig, and it's before Forrest Gump, so it's really the first to kind of attempt this sort of thing. I love it. All right, let's talk about it. John, you love this movie. Let's go with you yeah. first. Should we go with you first <laughs> to bring it? You know what? I'll bring it around. You go ahead and start, John. I'll bring it around because I think I feel like you, we're going to be the meat in a poop sandwich. No, no, no. We're going to be the bread. We're going to be the bread, the bread of the poop sandwich. So, John, go ahead and go ahead and, and go ahead and start it off. Well, I, I am a Steve Martin fan, and to be honest, he's not doing a typical Steve Martin character. Usually, he plays kind of like the the dopey doofus that doesn't, you know, kind of oblivious, and he, he is playing a different kind of character in this. He's Kind of doing John, the, uh, he's the still playing a dopey doofus. He's uh, doing the uh, the uh, film noir patter, kind of the deadpan narration, mm-hmm. very much like Philip, like Sam Spade or Philip Noir, uh, Philip Marlowe. And um, I just love all I just love all the bits, just all, all. And I think Rachel Ward does a great job. She looks like Ava Gardner and she sounds like Lauren Bacall, and she absolutely keeps a straight face. You know, this is the sort of movie where everybody's got to keep a straight face. And yes. uh, I think she was just perfect. Uh, and the, the black and white is cool. And the way they matched all, all the and all the sets that took a lot of work. Uh, Edith Head worked on the costumes. It was her last movie. That's right. And um, 
took a lot of work to make it all match this these days you just do it with cgi in those days they had to build the sets to match the old film clips they had to get the costumes to match they had to get all the you know the uh the black and white had to match everything had to work and i i think it's it's just about seamless um and so just picking the clips they said half the fun was picking these clips and trying to stitch a story around the clips they said that was just the fun of it was just an excuse to watch these movies and see if you could stitch them together somehow so uh i don't know i guess it helps if you're a steve martin fan if you're not you're not going to have a good time so i think i know what patrick's just <laughs> for me uh since i love all those old movies it's fun to just try to try to remember oh yeah what's that one from you know yes and um he just he ties everyone together really great. My favorite bit is when he sees Charles Lawton in the uh, in the bar. He says, "You know what I might be?" He goes, "What the Hunchback of Notre Dame?" <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And um, just all the little bits when he lights the cigarette and then tears it in two and gives her the other half. All those are just little riffs on the old film noirs. Yes, and uh, you know the bit with the uh, even from the opening line where she faints and he thinks that he's. Re- She's responding to the Dodgers lose again on the <laughs> front of the paper. <laughs> He's all, oh, big Dodger fan, huh? <laughs> and the Bogart thing where he says, you know, put on a tie for Christ's sake. That running gag. Oh, you know, hey, you're wearing you know, Spade. You're wearing a tie for here's a clip on. You know, all that stuff just cracks me up. And um, my other favorite line is when she does the takeoff on, um, uh, you know, you know how to whistle, don't you? Just put your lips together and blow. She says, give me a call. You know how to dial, don't you? Just put your finger in the hole and make tiny circles. <laughs> All that stuff just, just kills me. But, you know, having said that, this isn't everybody. I'm sure this isn't everybody's cup of tea. But if you love old black and white movies, I don't see how you could have a better hour and a half than spotting all those clips. And then at the end, they reward you because they tell you what movies the clips are from. So I thought that was really nice. So there you have it. That's it. Dead men don't wear plaid. Let's score it. <laughs> Already? <laughs> well, I just don't want you to. I don't want. You, I don't want to inflict pain on my man John Sandy. I mean, we already made him watch yeah. uh, Howard the Duck. How much more can he take? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, All right. Uh, so, yeah. Let's do this, Justine. Let's talk about it. I like Steve Martin. Yes. And I don't like this movie. Why don't you like this movie? (laughs) I I really like Steve Martin. And Mm -hmm. I really don't like this movie. Why don't you like this Uh, movie? I will say that they did a great job with tying everything in. I didn't expect that. I kind of got lost in that. I'm like, wait, how are they? Why do they look so young? So like, how are they doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of confused me in the beginning and then I realized I'm like oh they're playing with the old clips I'm like oh okay I get it that's pretty cool I was I Yay. thought that was really good and seamless um, I just I probably did you laugh <laughs> um, I think I smiled like twice <laughs> I smiled and she talked about um, you know how to dial don't you and I did you guys see I put that on Marco Polo? I did not see that. 
Oh, okay. I did a video oh. on it, and I was like, you just put your finger in the hole and make tiny little circles. And I told that to Patrick before he watched the movie, and he was like, okay. <laughs> um, I smiled at that, and I smiled uh, when she was like, what does fuck mean? Or fuck mean? And he was like, it's a slang word. It's when a man and a woman are in love. The man puts it in. She's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Like that part made me smile too, um, and then the whole strangling thing made me laugh. I'm like, oh, I guess I think it's the not having the knowledge of the old movies that are being presented. So when you start yeah. strangling and shaking their throats, I'm like, it made me. I was like, okay, so I'm guessing in these movies it happens. So he has to randomly do it in all these other scenes. Um, and at the very end when he's like cleaning lady and he's so. <laughs> There's just like parts that I was like, okay, but I think I just didn't have enough knowledge on the old movies to know where they're from. And I think if I knew that, I'd be like, oh, that's funny that they changed it to this. But I don't have the knowledge of all of the old films that they showed. So um, it just kind of fell with me. But I get that they tied it in. The whole bow tie thing I thought was funny. I didn't know the movie, but I was like, Okay, I I get what they're trying to do. I just don't get it. Yeah, that didn't um, that didn't bother me. I didn't know every movie. I didn't know every movie they were referencing, so that didn't bother me. But I I was more impressed with the idea that they were able to to pull it off and just do it basically. Yeah, a movie. I, I hadn't seen I hadn't seen half those movies. It's just a great concept. The idea that he's interacting with Bogart and Vincent Price and all these guys, you know. Uh, yeah, and I thought they did a great job with. Um, their stand-ins and everything because I kept looking at it. I'm like, no, it's actually pretty good because it took a while for me to catch up to that and the fact that I didn't even realize it. I'm like, okay, it's not bad. Uh, yeah. good job with that. Did you smile when he told the guy he wanted to? He said, "What do you?" Uh, he said, "What does he say?" He says something about using underwear to make soup. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even touch her. Don't even write her. Don't something. He's like, well, can I use her underwear to make soup? Oh, here it says, don't go near my daughter again. Don't try to see her. Don't write her and don't phone her. And he says, can I use her underwear to make soup? (laughs) And then he's all, pick that up. But it's all warm and squishy. Pick it up. Oh, that's the part where um, he gets shot and she sucks out the bullet. Like, oh, my <laughs> oh, God. God. And that's so like, funny. Um, uh, what's that movie with... Um, <laughs> oh, it reminded me of um, that Carly Sheen movie. Hot Shots? Is that... Yeah. No, no, Major yeah. League Baseball. Is that when he, they cook the eggs on the girl? Major League. Is no. it Major League Baseball? That's uh, hot shots, I think. I think hot it's hot shots. Shot. Mm-hmm. I always remember that when he cooked the eggs on the grill. Yeah, that's from. Felt like that to yeah, because they're spoofing nine and a half weeks. Yeah, it's it's uh, oh, it's hot it. shots. Yeah. Uh, well, they they recall that line later on when the police chief gets shot. He's like, "Carlos, you okay? It's okay. My wife will suck out the bullet later." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the running gag with the pajamas. I will have your pajamas ironed for you. <laughs> Forget my pajamas. <laughs> my pajamas. Hey, your pajamas. Forget the pajamas. <laughs> oh, right. uh, the other great, 
The other great running gag is whenever he scrapes up his knees and she's trying to put the disinfectant on, he, he pulls a gun, yeah, put it down. <laughs> he pours it out. He's all, forget it. <laughs> Don't be such a baby. Put it down. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, Justine, you, you didn't sound like you hated it. I didn't hate it. I just didn't. I like, I just couldn't. I don't know. I couldn't really follow, I guess. I don't know. I guess not having as much knowledge with just film noir movies, I guess. It just doesn't. I was just like, oh, this is what they want me to see. And this is what they want me to follow. But I don't like it just doesn't. It's not paying off for me because I don't care. What about the great? What about the great Carl Reiner as Colonel von Kluck? Mario, you know what's going to happen? Yeah. You said that um, you're going to run uh, Maltese Falcon in the big sleep. So retroactively, you're going to see what those kind of movies look like. Yes. Those are going to be actual examples. That's going to be like, oh, that's what the movie was sending up was the big sleep in the Maltese Falcon. But she'll hate those because there's Bogart in there. But not smiling. Yeah. Did you see that one scene where Bogart <laughs> smiles at the end? I was like, oh, Justine. <laughs> oh, oh. I, shit, shit, shit. Don't tell it. All right, Patrick, let's talk about it. Your big Steve Martin guy. Did this change your mind? Did this? I have a lot. I have a lot to say about this movie. Perfect. We have a lot uh, of time left. Okay, so I'm going to start with the positive first because I feel like some nice things need to be said. Um, artistically and conceptually, this movie is fascinating. Uh, the fact that they were able to tie all of those old scenes together to make somewhat of a cohesive movie Mm -hmm. was amazing to me. And it was a really seamlessly and well done transition between the current day actors to the past movie clips. That was very, very well done. So props to Carl Reiner and the editing team. That was very impressive. Uh, Okay. So Steve Martin, he doesn't fit for me. And it's not just because I don't like Steve Martin. He's not a believable character going with all of these other classical film stars, you know, Humphrey Bogart, Burt Lancaster, Cary Grant, you know, Kirk Douglas. He doesn't fit. Like you look at all of those stars and they were huge movie stars. And Steve Martin doesn't have that feel for me. So him playing counterpart to all of these incredible actors doesn't match and it's he stands out too much it would have been a more seamless transition if they had cast somebody else for me i think but it i was trying to figure out who might be a good choice for that and i was struggling with it because but i think that's someone who's able to do humor but also look like a leading i think that's part of the gag though that's part of the that's part of the Humor that, that yeah, I, that I, Steve I, I, Martin was, was he popular at that time though? Like, well, this was yes, this was yeah, after yeah, the jerk. Sure. Yeah, he the jerk was, was good. Yeah, this peak, is peak popularity, peak popularity. Yep. But as a leading man, as a like at noir films, you always pull for the detective, and mm-hmm. he doesn't do that for me. He doesn't. He doesn't fit the genre. He doesn't fit the idea of. Uh, a detective sleuth trying to get things done. Again, is, again, though, that's that's kind of playing against the type, just like you have Gene Wilder as the Waco kid oh, yeah, in sure. Blazing I, Saddles. I completely, it just doesn't work for me. Because you hate Steve Martin, and you're it not going to give him a bone. And you're not going to give him a bone no matter what. I tried so hard. 
I tried so hard to enjoy this movie. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. I tried Ugh. so fucking hard because John yeah, was like, you, you know, this you is so different. But you said you don't see him as a leading man. He's always a leading man in his movies. <laughs> but he's like, you, I'm talking about the film genre. I get he's playing against the type. I understand that. But it doesn't fit for me. At least when Gene mm. Wilder was playing against the type, it still fit. Like, it still made sense. I can see it happening. And this, I can't. Yeah. That's mm. what I'm saying. So your own short-sightedness is to blame for not being able to <laughs> So Mario believes Mario believes that there's one last chance for you, and it's called Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yes. Maybe. I don't yes. know. Um, story-wise, we'll ne- I th- we'll never give up. I, I felt it was weak. Um, it's not a really strong story. It's kind of all over the place and it's more focused on the gag, which a lot of Steve Martin films feel like, and not so much the story. Um, and that kind of, it just kind of bugs me. Uh, Rachel Ward was fantastic. She was a lot of fun in it. I only laughed at one joke though. What was that? That was the telephone joke. The telephone joke. Yeah. The only one I laughed at. I, I I tried so hard. Like I I I came in at fresh. I was well. You know, I, I had sleep. I was awake. I was prepared. I had eaten. Like I was prepared. Like I was like, okay, cool. You're in the right headspace to enjoy this movie. And I I could I could. You, I tried. You gave it the old college try. You, yeah. you tried. You really but tried. I, I I do appreciate it for its artistic and conceptual value. Like I was super impressed by that. Yeah. Cool. You gave it a shot. I tried. You did. Oh, oh, is it my turn? <laughs> Just kidding. Well, guys, let's rank it. You think Jake, li- you think no, Jake no, liked no. that one? Uh, I don't think he watched it yet. No, he hasn't watched mm. it yet. He's been playing with a cat. Mario, you're supposed to talk. No, I, li- I, I enjoy this movie a lot. And it, uh, movies like this, uh, where these are, these are the kind of movies that I really enjoy. Um, where it's just you know it's doing something out of the ordinary and it's using the medium of film to do something new and uh i love it i love the idea that steve martin is interact it doesn't bother me that steve martin you know the fact that he takes himself kind of seriously uh you know his character is a little pompous all that works for me um all that works for me and so it really shows you that he could do more than just physical stuff. He is doing physical stuff, but he, you know, he's also kind of playing a character. And so it shows that he can play characters. And so um, I love all the stuff with, to me, Carl Reiner's an underrated comedy director. Uh, you know, I, I don't think he hits the heights that his, his partner Mel Brooks did, but uh, I think a lot of his stuff kind of flies under the radar. And uh, if you're looking for yeah. something, if you're looking for something unusual, um, this is a great movie to, to start. If you want to see something that you've, probably never seen before and you see, want to see Steve Martin uh, doing something a, a little bit different and you want to see him with dark hair um, I would I would definitely recommend this one but again the big appeal is of course watching the clips and watching him interact with these you know movie stars many of whom had passed on by the time I mean some of them were still around but a, a few of them had passed on by the time the movie was released yeah. so um, yeah most of them mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting to see how it's all done and Mario. oh go ahead John I was going to say, what did you think of the uh, the musical score? Because Miklos Rosa, this was his last the, the, uh, film score. The score, is, the score is great. It sounds like um, another score, and I kept thinking of it. I couldn't think of what score it was. Uh, it kind of sounded like the score to maybe like Sahara, which I believe 
Uh, you he, know what? He did it. He, he did yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Rosa did Sahara. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say he may have done that one too. Um, and and I was going to say, John, this is a movie that you, where you and I, uh, where for you and I, they get all the little details right, and it's because you have people like Edith Head working on the movie. All the little details work, and it looks like it looks like a period piece. It doesn't look like an '80s movie trying to be a period piece. And Carl Reiner, and that's that's tough. And yeah. Carl Reiner obviously knows his stuff because it's the lighting, everything is shot exactly, and it matches up. Uh, almost perfectly it's it's pretty it's almost seamless yeah. you know the only difference yeah. is the only thing that ruins it that ruins the illusion is the um the the film like if you had it now where you were you were striking the clips from like digital prints it would be seamless yeah. because the movie would you know at, at that time you were probably using you know prints that were probably pretty well worn so you can tell they're they're it's an older movie but that's the only thing that really gives it yeah. away you're right. Some clips were a little cleaner than others. Some that you could see the film grain. Yeah. And those are the only ones that don't quite match up. But most of them, yeah, they did a pretty good job getting the, yeah. the light yeah. uh, to match. Yeah, they they match the lighting in a lot of those scenes and things like that. It's it's amazing. It's a, it's a yeah. You can tell it was a labor of love. So I, I really like this yeah. one. Um, you know, is it as funniest? No, but. I like the genre that they're that they're parodying. So for me, a lot of it's really funny, and there's a lot of great lines like uh, like the soup line and the poop line and the you know it just yeah. it's I love that they're doing this thing and they're not afraid to make a poop joke. Uh, to me, that's just that's Carl Reiner in a nutshell. So um, yeah, I dig this yeah. one. I dig yeah. it. So uh, let's go ahead and score it. Uh, we'll start with uh, Patrick. To six. Wow. Wow. That's higher. That's higher than I would have guessed. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, Justine. Three. Wow. Lower than I thought. <laughs> you you sounded like you were going to give us one of those. I didn't really like it, but it's a seven. I thought I was going to get one of those today. You give it a three. That's hurtful. Hurtful. John, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> All right, John. Score it, buddy. Score it. Uh, I give it an eight. All right. This is a solid seven for me. This is a solid seven for me. And, I, and I always forget how funny the Steve Martin stuff is. Um, but uh, I knew you wanted to you watch know, this one. It's not funny. It is You funny. know, Mario, I, I was laughing out loud. Little things like the thing with the coffee where he keeps shaking all the coffee out of the bag. It takes forever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my uh, God. The thing the with the cigarette in the, <laughs> and the cigarette in the ear and he pulls it out of his mouth. All that, all that stuff, I just laughed my head off. Yeah, just so matter of fact, he's just doing it kind of like just off the cuff. You know? Exactly. Yeah, I love it. I love it, and I love you guys. Even though you didn't like it, we're still best friends. <laughs> Patrick gave it a higher score. I know. I'm amazed. I'm amazed. Patrick gave it such a high score. I can appreciate its artistic significance, yeah. and I'm impressed yeah. by that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, see, Patrick, that that's, that's what I like about you. You'll go. You know, if it's a movie I hate, I'll just give it a one out of spite. I won't find any redeeming qualities in it. But no, like this this movie is incredibly well made. It just has a really bad story and a shitty actor. Wow. He really hates he really hates Steve Martin. <laughs> I'm so hard. I can't. I can't. He, he's Steve Martin is his Jim Carrey. That's the way I feel about I Jim Carrey. Yeah, I feel that way about Jim Carrey. God. Imagine if we made him sit through pennies from heaven. Which isn't have even a you, comedy. Have you, ever, have you ever seen um his movie Novocaine? No. That is trippy. It's like watching it's not, 
It's like watching one hour photo uh, Robin Williams. Oh, it's it's a serious movie. It's very serious, and you just look at him differently. Who's that? Wow. <laughs> like, I can't watch this again. Steve he's Martin a bad guy? Novocaine. Oh, the, is it, he a bad guy? Yeah, he's a dentist, and it's pretty bad. You'll wow. be a dentist. It was the it's only not, thing yeah, I was he, like, I don't want to watch this movie of Steve Martin's, and I love him. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh. We're going to watch Parenthood. Like we're gonna, movie. Coming up next, Parenthood, <laughs> Mixed Nuts, and <laughs> My Blue Heaven. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Uh, All right, guys. What a great show this week was. I tried. I tried, guys. I'm j- it's okay, I Patrick. That. I love that. I love that. I got plenty of rest. I ate. I was in a good space. <laughs> well, I really did. Like, I really wanted to come at it completely fresh and just give it a hundred percent chance. You said it was different. I'm, you said it's a different style. It was comedy. And it's very true. Like, a lot of that was very different. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm picturing you coming down the stairs airbox and going, okay, I'm ready. Turn on the TV yeah. and I'm and go. <laughs> I was showered. I was awake. I had my morning tea. You shouldn't have watched Howard the Duck first. That was your problem. <laughs> I, I, I did watch Howard the Duck first. Uh, or at all, God. at all. <laughs> it, scored, it scored higher. It scored higher than Howard the Duck. Howard okay. the Duck. You know what I did for that to try to get myself in a good headspace? I sent out for pizza. I got buffalo wings. You know, I'm getting all okay. Here we go. Let's have a good time. And just uh, should have read <laughs> the comic first and been like, they're doing yeah. it wrong. The the duck boobs uh, didn't help, I, John. I, what's that? The duck boobs didn't help. Yeah, you know, that's oh uh, just, just, just a nipples. drop in the bucket, you know. What did you say? Did... I said it even had nipples. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. It well, that... have nipples. It doesn't make sense. You know, yeah. that's the weird yeah. thing. That is another thing about that movie. When you watch Howard the Duck, who is Howard the Duck for? It's not a kid's movie. Exactly. It's not. It's not. It's... I just, that's what I remember from watching it. I'm yeah, like, this it's, isn't... it's not really no. for, you know, it's, it's, it's adult, but it's weird. It's, you know, it's not really for, it's not nearly they're, they're not nearly taking it far enough if you're gonna go that way you know which you know what i mean i don't know it's weird it is like it's, it's not for kids teen movie yeah but there's you really know, there's, by the time they're doing the hang glider thing you're just like this is like a bad disney movie like son of flubber or something you know <laughs> yeah like, all right let's re-rank it we're gonna watch it again we're gonna revisit this movie once a year Every year. Uh, <laughs> I'm sick. I'm already sick. <laughs> hey, I, 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 I love that, Jake. I'm sick. Papa? I'm sick. I'm already sick. I love it. Uh, I'm sick that weekend. You didn't know a weekend. I'm, I know, but I'm sick that weekend. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. Well, what a great show. Sometimes we have to, you know, recalibrate ourselves. And uh, this this next month is really going to be a, a recalibration month for us, where we're really going to look inward after we see some of these movies and wonder, are we truly fans of cinema? And uh, what have we done to deserve this? Some, gonna, you've got some great stuff. Oh, you've I, got some great stuff coming up. Oh, we've got some bad stuff coming up, too. So don't worry. It's a, the 80s is, mm. a, is a real mixed bag. And um, you Patrick know. loves the 80s. I hate the 80s. No, you don't, Patrick. But Jake, Jake loves Jake loves the eighties. Patrick, the eighties have been ninety percent good. Yeah, I'm just you know, 
I, I, I'm very happy we're not watching those stupid teen romance comedies. Like, and I, I, I worry that we're going to get to them, and Ferris Bueller is like the closest I ever want to get to them. So. Oh no, they're coming. I know. I don't think. I'm gonna I don't think Mario bought any of those. They're coming. If you're worried that Mario owns a copy of Sixteen Candles, I don't think you have to worry. They're coming. You do it just to piss me off. I'm going to do it just I to see. piss him off. <laughs> they're coming, and hell's and coming he, with them. He'd, he'd do it for the show. Yeah, like Howard the Duck. Look what I did for the show. How I did. We watched Howard the Duck, and now it's in my. And now it's in my collection. Someone's going to come on and turn on the TV, and it's going to be there. They're going to go. You, why do you own this movie? And I'm not going to be able to. You know, you could, you could uh, use it as a coaster. I know. I just own it digitally, so that's even worse. I see. Yeah. What, you know, what am I saying? Coaster. You're watching the digital. Mm-hmm. I watch it in HTX. I only rented it. I only had to have it for 24 hours. Ugh. You have to keep it. It was the same price. No, if you re- did I have to rent it twice. I did have to. Rent oh no! Ooh. No. Yeah, we don't. I. It's tough for us to watch movies together. Like yeah. That, so. You guys are great. Mm. You've done a lot for the show, and I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, guys. So what's up next week? Next week, we're gonna watch two early 80s classics. We're gonna watch. Oh, you know what we have to go back? No, you know what we're going to do? We're not going to watch Star Trek next week, remember? We're going to watch Beverly Hills Cop. Got it. That's right. Okay. See, this is Beverly why I don't Hills write things down. Because you, you know what? Since you guys were so good this week. Oh, thanks. No, you're going to do it anyway. Since you guys were so good this week, we're going to give you a treat. Yes. We're going to go back to 1982. Yes. Yeah. All right. We're going to go. First, we're going to go to 84. And we're gonna watch. Uh, yeah. We're gonna watch uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Tell me if this is too yeah. much of a programming change for you, John. And if not, we'll, we'll switch it. See if you can think. You think. See if you think you can swing this in a week. We're gonna do a movie from 1982 called Tootsie. Uh, I can probably get my hands on a copy. Wait, that wasn't uh, the reaction I wanted you from you. Well, that's a great movie, and actually. I watched that about four weeks ago, so even if I can't get my hands on a copy, I got it pretty fresh in my head. Okay. Uh, How was it? They were showing it on. They were showing it on Turner Classics or something, and it, it held up really well. Okay, perfect. So we're pushing back Armed and Dangerous and watching Tootsie. 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 I just like saying it. Oh, <laughs> I thought I was saying it wrong. Tootsie. I've seen one of these movies. And Which one. Tootsie. You have to find out next week. Wow. I think I can, I think I'm guessing that you've seen Beverly Hills. Yeah, All right, guys. Never know. So for John, for Jake, who's not here, for Patrick and for Justine, we're gonna say fight the power. Howard the at, duck. <laughs> fight the Howard the duck. <laughs> oh my god. I don't give a flying f- okay. Uh we're going to say fight the power. You, you, <laughs> you totally threw me off, Patrick. And we're going to say uh, goodbye to everybody. Goodbye. You guys had a great week. Good job this week. You really toughed it out. But next week, hopefully, we'll be back. We'll bounce back next week, guys, okay? And uh, and then somebody, somebody needs to text Jake. Somebody who isn't me needs to check, text Jake and let him know what movies are coming up next week, okay? And then uh, and we'll see you, you know guys what? next week. You should listen. Yes. Yes. Perfect. When we ask you, you say listen to the podcast. It's on the podcast somewhere. We will tell you what. <laughs> I love it. Good for you, Justini Weenie. I need those downloads. 
We need that mm-hmm. sweet, sweet advertisement money. Uh, all right, guys. So for John, for Jake, for Patrick, for Justine, we say this transmission ends now. Fight the power. Oh, no. Reverse that. Fight the power. This transmission ends now. <laughs>